All right, welcome back to the Pro DJ Podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm here today with a new episode in the series uh, talking about today. We're going to be talking about diversifying your DJ business. Um, actually, John Young from DJ NTV or Disc Jockey News, you may have heard of them. Um, one of the biggest uh, DJ content sites around, actually, and they've been around for quite a while, along with Mobile Beat. Um, I did some writing for Mobile Beat um, before they changed. I think now they're kind of in the middle of uh, transition to doing something else. And uh, done some writing with John as well and the Disc Jockey News team. Um, did some articles on DJ tips and things like that. Uh, so anyway, he talked to me the other day about doing a training with them September 20th. So that's coming up if you want to be a part of that. Uh, check it out on September 20th. Uh, usually starts around 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, we'll be having a great lineup of speakers, uh, myself and um, lots of other great speakers talking about all things DJ related. And this month in September is going to be diversifying your DJ business. And so I wanted to maybe talk a little bit about that before I do that full training, which is going to be about 20 minutes long. Figured I'd do a quick intro um, and get you warmed up for that training later on in the month. So talking about diversifying your DJ business, why diversify? Why should you diversify your DJ business? And what, what does that even mean, right? So for me, um, it's actually something we did a few years ago started out with just photo booths right so we were djs only and then we noticed that in about 2015 2014 a lot more people were asking us for photo booths and every wedding and event that we did had a photo booth you know it seemed like more and more and it was uncommon not to have a photo booth so i thought okay we should jump on this trend and and, and get a photo booth as well it's going to be more money um why not right and so we got a photo booth and started renting that out and it was more profitable than DJing, you know, to be honest, because uh, with our setup, we have, you know, several DJs that work with us and we pay them really well because we want experienced professional DJs. We don't hire new new DJs like uh, a lot of other companies out there will hire brand new DJs and, you know, hope that they do well, right? They'll train them, but, you know, there's a learning curve and that's not something we're comfortable doing. And so we hire very experienced DJs and we pay really well. Um, and so the profit margin definitely isn't as good with DJing where it is with photo booth because with a photo booth, we provide everything. We provide the entire setup and we just hire someone to run it and we can pay them much less because we're providing everything. So the profit margin was far greater with photo booths. So that's one thing you can consider doing when diversifying your DJ business is to think about, well, what can I add? How can I make more money? Photo booths is right now, they're still pretty trendy. Um, there's different types of photo booths out there. There's the social media only. There's the regular photo booths. There's the open air photo booths. Uh, we have all of those. Um, there's also now the 360 photo booth. I think it's basically just like this moving uh, stand and basically the tablet or phone or whatever it is that you use to record kind of rotates around. I don't care for it. Uh, it's not something we've been asked about, but one time I think in the last 12 months. So it's not something that we're going to do, but if that's something you're thinking about, hey, you, you'll be one of the very few people who offer it. So that's something to consider. Um, other things you can offer lighting. We do up lighting. Most DJ companies do. Um, but that also is going to be an option you can add on to add more money uh, in your pocket. Right. And it's all about the bottom line. How much profit are you making? You're already going to be there. You're already going to be there all night. Might as well add more things to make more money. Makes sense. 
Um, other things you can do, um, we do lawn games. That's a very popular trend here uh, in the Central Texas area. When the weather is nice, um, you know, we, we add some lawn games like Cornhole or Giant Connect Four, uh, Giant Jenga, things like that. We, we add all those lawn games in. Um, and so you're definitely going to need a way to transport everything that you're bringing. But again, it's worth it because that all that extra things, all those extra things add up. So that's something else you can do. Um, lots of other things you can do, right? Um, sound systems. Some people only want to rent a sound system from us. And before we were opposed to it, we're like, no. Um, but slowly over time, especially with COVID, right? We had to think about other ways to bring in revenue. And so I started offering sound systems recently and it's worked pretty well. The profit margin is great because we literally go set it up and no one has to be there, right? I mean, that's great. I don't have to pay anybody. Just set up and then come and pick it up, right? I had to pay someone to pick it up recently, um, but that's about it. Um, and so sound systems, just renting those out would be good. Uh, make sure you have a contract though, obviously, and something in there that if they ruin your equipment, clearly, you know, you want to make sure that you have some sort of way to get reimbursed. Um, but, you know, for the most part, not an issue. Uh, other things you can do, mixes. Uh, a lot of people want custom first dance mixes. That's something that you can do um, and charge for it, right? We, we do that. We charge um, depending on, on what how extensive the mix is. Usually it's five minutes or so. It's a first dance, sometimes a father-daughter dance. For quinceaneras, you do the surprise dance. We include that in our quinceanera package, but for other ones, we do charge. And it's up to you what you charge. I think the going rate is $25, $30, $40, depending on the mix, uh, around here anyway, in the Austin, Central Texas area. So that's something else you can do. Um, other things I do that's not necessarily DJ business type, but DJ drops, right? It's related to the DJ business. Um, I started RadioDJDrops.com, and that's another thing you can do, right? Uh, you know, I have a website and it shows you all the different drops you can get. Uh, you can do custom drops. Um, it's pretty easy to do. You can just use some software, whatever favorite software you have. Some people use GarageBand. Um, other people use uh, Adobe, right? Um, there's plenty of programs out there. Just get comfortable with one and you can offer it, right? We do that. It takes me probably to record the drop literally just a couple of minutes and then, you know, editing and adding effects and things like that. I can do about three drops in about 30 minutes, right? And you can charge whatever you want to charge. Um, going rate for drops varies depending on who you hire, but it's as little as $15, $20 for one drop, all the way up to $50, $60, $70, even I've seen $100 for one drop. So that's another way you can earn extra money. So there's all sorts of ways to diversify your business offerings to make more money. And right now with COVID kind of going away and then coming back again and going away, it's hard, right? And so you have to think about how, what other ways can we earn money, right? So that's something to think about as well. There's pros to it. Uh, the pros are going to be more revenue, of course. It's less competitive for some of the things that you are going to offer, right? Maybe not everybody does just lighting. Um, if you get some great lights and, you know, a monogram, we just rented that out last weekend, a monogram and some marquee letters only. And we made as much as we would make at a DJ gig. It's great. Um, but if you get that, you can rent just that out. So it's it's less competitive because not everybody's doing that. Um, smaller niches, right? So again, fewer competitors out there. Everybody knows somebody who's a DJ now. Um, and so there's, you know, in our area, there's hundreds and hundreds of companies, probably 200, 300 DJ companies, and easily double that as far as solo DJs uh, who also happen to do private events. So it's really competitive, right? But how many people are offering you know, high-end lighting or how many people are offering lawn games or 
marquee letters or whatever it is, right? It's a smaller niche, very less, you know, less competitive. And so that therefore you can charge more, right? Supply and demand rule with, with economics. The fewer that are supplying the things, the uh, and the higher the demand, the more you can charge, right? So that's something to think about. Uh, there are some cons to diversifying. Some of the cons I, I found along the way um, is going to be finding staff, right? Finding staff because inevitably, as you grow and you're again, you're one of the few people who offer something. Your services are going to be in demand, and as you grow, it's going to be harder to figure out. Okay, how can I do all of these events in one day? I'm only one person. I've only got one van or one truck or whatever. So you have to hire people and they have to have a van or a truck, right? If they're these big items that you're renting or, you know, going to set up. And then, you know, DJs work weekends, right? These events are going to be on weekends. So hiring staff doesn't have to be a DJ, right? And that's a good thing. So you can pay less. But again, who wants to work weekends every weekend? And who wants to work, you know, from five o'clock going to set up at maybe three o'clock and then weddings five to 10 or 11, you know, and you got to have that person go back at 11 o'clock. I mean, you've got to offer some pretty decent pay to get someone to agree to that. Right. And that's a con, I think that's one of the biggest challenges I faced this year and last year. Um, and another con, I think, would be that uh, once you start offering all of these things, people then start saying, well, dang, they offer so many different things. You know, they're maybe they're watering down their service. Right. And so that's that's one more con, I think. But overall, I mean, people don't seem to care that we offer all the different things we do. They like it. They're like, man, I love that I can get everything that I want from you. I don't have to deal with 10 different vendors. I can book it all with you. And so for me, it's a, it's a definitely a positive thing. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is for diversifying. The hardest step that everybody wants to do is going from a single op to a multi op. And what that means is, you know, going from a just you as the as the DJ company, just you and, you know, maybe your significant other, maybe a friend of yours, right? You, you work events together to multi-op, multi-op, meaning, you know, several DJs working for your brand or your company or even, you know, different cities, right? Uh, you have an office in, you know, one part of the, st- of the state and then another and another. And maybe you branch out. A lot of people want to do that, you know, and is it worth it? For us, it has been worth it as far as hiring a team of DJs to work under our one brand. Um, I'm currently trying to figure out how to do a multi-lop for our other offerings that we do, which is the marquee letters in another city right now uh, in San Antonio, which is about an hour, maybe hour and a half away. Um, It's hard to do, right? I've already got a presence there. We're doing well on Google coming up, but it's hard to figure out how can, you know, I hire staff over there and whatever else. Um, but again, the revenue is there, right? If you've got the demand for it, you can figure it out. So going from a single lot to multi-op does have its drawbacks, right? With staff again and uh, making sure that they stick to the brand and, and what you're you're offering. Um, but again, you're going to definitely make more money doing that. A lot of uh, successful companies out there doing that. Um, a few chains out there, franchises out there. And um, I, I, one that I can think of is Joe Bun. He's he's um, doing it pretty well in mo- different states. Um, he's not as big as like other brands like Complete, maybe. Uh, I think they're nationwide, but he does it really well. And I'm um, actually be talking to Joe here in a couple weeks on his podcast. So check that out. I'll share some information later on. But um, that's a quick intro. It's um, you know again we're going to talk more about it uh, on the Disc Jockey News DJ and TV training on September 20th. I will talk more about it and give you more details. And i um, happy to answer any questions. So if you have any questions at all, feel free to send us an email and I'll be sure to answer those questions on the training. All right. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.